Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Mm-hmm. As usual, Oz back here behind the mic. And this week, now I got both of the freaking Electro and Bono movie power hour hosts, Electro and Bono here. Two for the price of yeah. one, you got. You're welcome, dude. Just kidding. Yeah, so the last one. couple of weeks I had you guys on individually. Mm-hmm. Now I wrangled you guys up. Now we're doing Trick, it together. We were tricked into this. Yeah, I just want to let the listeners know. <laughs> with the whiskey. So a, lot of, a lot of promises. He got on a bottle of whiskey. He loaded up the bong. And then you got, you're got trapped. All of a sudden we're talking. Yeah. Talking foods. The foosball. Talking soccer and talking American soccer at that end. San Jose Earthquakes. And this one's going to be good. Uh, Bono, you know more about the sport, but I, you don't really know the team, so this will probably be cool as well. I'm done. Let's Electro, go. this this will really help you. Good. L- learning. I always wanted to know how earthquakes work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tectonic shift, sir. That's what you told me, right? We're here to dissect the earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> There's... Um, a Bill Nye episode about earthquakes and stuff mm-hmm. that ends with a rap song about earthquakes, and there's like this and really you dope perform it now. Yeah, they queued up, right? Nah, fuck, I, I forgot it by now. But it's a really, it would be a really cool chant, is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, Shout man. out to the homie Nacho for fucking figuring that out. Oh, okay, and, so he's uh, trying to get this started out there in the. In Quakesland, in in earthquake yeah. stadium hey. for the ultras, but uh, so oh, the, the MLS is coming back. Uh, like I said last week's episode, anyone listened? The tournament schedule was out again. MLS is coming back. It's going to be pretty cool. Three matches a day over a month. It's going to be like they keep calling it like a World Cup type format, and winner gets into the Concacaf Champions League. Concacaf. Which is not a big deal because Mexican teams just kick our ass anyway. <laughs> and, um, okay, so I was gonna say Concacaf. That doesn't sound American. Concacaf, <laughs> way. No mamas. It's like con- American league. Like Concacaf. Excuse me, we're here to play soccer. <laughs> so <laughs> the yeah, the tournament starts for the earthquakes on f- this Friday. So I wanted to take this episode to kind of introduce people or reintroduce people to the team. Who they are, their his a little bit about their history, some about their current players, what I think about them, this and that personally too, not about their soccer skills. I'm just like this guy has terrible hair. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, human being. Looks like he's a terrible. I, I don't have any. I don't have any uh, witnesses, but I think he's a terrible tipper. Mm-hmm. He just looks like he would be a bad tipper. Have it on good authority. Yeah. Just looks my, like a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, so I want to take this this episode to do that. This isn't getting affected by the new fucking shutdown, is it? It isn't so. because uh-uh. it's all of this is like behind closed doors. Yeah, but Where the virus really can get steamy. <laughs> yeah, oh, hell yeah, it's got no way out. <laughs> they're in Florida, dude. Yeah. They're in Florida, so oh, they're just going to a death fucking dome, huh? Dude, what, what? Speaking on that note. So what is the, it? Open air? Are they gonna like stadium style or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like four stadiums or four, yeah, four stadiums essentially or uh, four death domes in that Disney <laughs> wide, wide world of sports okay. thing. I don't know if it's still called that, but it used to be that. But yeah, that's where they're all gonna do it. Today though, breaking news came out. Ba-da-da. One of the one of the teams dropped out, dude. Wow. Nine of their players tested positive, oh, and oh, one oh. of their coaches. 
I'm sure they test the earthquakes. <laughs> they all have yeah, fucking yeah. Rona too. Have they been have they been tested? Yeah, uh, the they. Yeah, they. Once okay. here, once over there. Yeah, apparently, yeah, they tested them here, and then they tested them twice when they got there. And since then, like, they have no contact with the outside You're world. You're telling me the earthquakes came clean? Yeah. Like That's all bullshit on that. <laughs> in Santa Clara, well, they were, in Santa Clara, they were the first team to shut down their training, to do all that. And they were the last team to allow their team to train again. Yeah, it's like the We Were Soldiers of, <laughs> <laughs> of soccer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank yeah, this is this is what it's for. Thanks for giving it more motivation. All right. This year just got better. So, well, so not just that, but like sports are coming back too. Like right well, yeah. now, one what we're the, talking about one of the big ones that's like fucking blowing up is Formula One racing. I don't know if you guys watch Formula One at all. The world Absolutely does. Not. Dude, there was this a uh, pretty awesome docu series on Netflix. It's called. Uh, something to do with Formula One. Anyway, <laughs> it brings you the winning formula. It, it brought you. It brought right, you what? in. Two seasons deep of it, and it drops you off to where the season's about to start. And so then the COVID hit that weekend when it was about to kick off, and it shut everything down. And this is global. I mean, they're not racing here. The ones yeah. in Texas, but they're around the world. Yeah, no, so this is a big thing. This weekend, the Austria one came out, and we watched that. It was it was a, incredible. It was amazing. It was really fun. He's doped up. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty awesome. Like a Formula One or over here? <laughs> <laughs> no, but now that sports are coming on and 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 dude, you're getting how many games a day? Three. Three. That's crazy. Overload. That's awesome. Your DVR is gonna be full. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna tune in. Are you gonna watch them? Are you gonna watch them all? Do you maybe do not that? the maybe not the early one. I've actually yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, dude, the like the UFC you watch them on your is going to be an early morning one too. Well, these, is it? What time? Like seven in the morning. No. Yeah, dude. Bro, Bro. Uh, the one on Saturday. Yeah, Masvidal. Yes. God damn. But the cool you. thing is about like <laughs> wake up. The one <laughs> good thing good. about no. living in 2020, though, like again, it is seven in the morning, but you could get up, get your laptop. get some coffee or whatever, and get your like a vape pen or some shit, and you don't have to do shit. You know, you can literally be in bed and watch your fucking TV. That's true, but this is like an event. No, this We're one, all going to oh gather. Ignore yeah. all COVID <laughs> precautions. We will all reunite. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. So Tell us what they're <laughs> Yeah, they come back on Friday. Well, their, their path just got easier because Dallas, the team that had to drop out, is in their, is in their group. How long before so, they just when, all start baby. getting COVID and all, and this all goes away again? Well, dude, all the most of the European leagues, most of those teams tested positive, and now they're playing again. And we saw that, you know, whatever. That if they're gonna call it, hey, okay, they're infected, they're gonna stop it again, and then that's it. Wait until the three months clear again, and then it's presidential election. Damn. <laughs> That's All right, it. Alex Jones over here. And that's how they turn the frogs gay. <laughs> that's how they turn the frogs. <laughs> they used to be straight. <laughs> well, so, again, let's talk about the San Jose Earthquakes. <laughs> I love the team. I know the team a lot. Uh, I know you guys don't know them very much. Some of the listeners might not either. So here's a quick little breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting in 1974. No, they did. They they were like indoor team and stuff back then. Nice, but 
We Basic, will not play outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were the the San Jose Earthquakes are one of the original teams. Major League Soccer, as it is now, started in 1996. The San Jose Earthquakes were one of those teams, so they have history as as much history as this league has. Uh, currently, they're the owner. Really, the guy that's that's really the face and in charge of all that is some guy named John Fisher. Um, the GM is Jesse Furanelli. He's the one that really makes the decisions, you know, the soccer-related decisions pretty much, day-to-day type stuff. Fioranelli. Fioranelli, yeah. I think he's, like, Swiss or something like that. Oh, I thought I was thinking Italian. Italian. Straight up. No. Fioranelli. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, this dude speaks Spanish, English, all kinds of languages. Uh He's like Reggie Watts earlier. And what does he say? What is he? I want to say... Um... Swiss, Italian. God, I'm such a racist. Ha, ha, ha. Such yeah. a fucking racist. So yeah, yeah. And he used to be again at the front office of Roma, which is a pretty big squad in in Italy. Uh-huh. And fuckers, forty. It's his fourth season. Yeah, he's forty. It's his fourth season here in San Jose. People have been questioning him again. The Quakes are not a big spending team, but. Mm. He signed Almeida. He's made, you know, it's looked like he's made a couple of not big splash signings, but signings that have made an impact. And again, entering his fourth season, you always got to give them a chance. You know, that first season, mm-hmm. first couple seasons, they didn't make the, the personnel decision, so they We're can't give it. Them yeah. So, and like I just mentioned, so the manager good. is Matias Almeida, the Argentinian fucking wonder boy. Damn. Um. Yeah, he played for River Plate. He's uh, you know, he's he made Chivas great again. Mm. <laughs> uh, his nickname is El Pelado because he has long hair for some reason. But during for this this COVID shit, he shaved his head. Wow. He's like known for long hair, and he said, "Fuck it." He shaved Solidarity. his head. Fucking bald. He said, "Fuck it." Right. Solidarity, brother. Uh. So yeah, this is his second season, uh, managing the San Jose Earthquakes. Last season, they didn't do very well, but they did much better than they have in the past. Big difference. Them signing him, Matias Almeida, that was a very big shock. The San Jose Earthquakes are not a very big spending team. Like I just mentioned, they're not known to make big signings. And Matias Almeida was one of the biggest available names on this part of the world. How much? I think it's like three or four million a year, something like that. For how long? Three years. Um, yeah, so that that was it looked like that finally, holy crap, the San Jose earthquakes after years of not seeming like they're trying very hard, it might be doing something. Uh, that being said, this team does have history. This team is is good. They've been good in the past. <laughs> they, they have two MLS cups. They've won the MLS Cup in 2001 and 2003. They won. They've won two supporter shield. Supporter shields. This fucking whiskey, dude. <laughs> this fucking. Tell me about the supporter. The supporter shield. It's not even. It's not even Scotch whiskey, and it's making me Scottish. Johnny Drum. That Johnny Drum hitter. Kentucky oh, no. bourbon. That is a hitter. Straight whiskey. This whiskey ain't guy. <laughs> it's Nelson straight County, whiskey. Kentucky. Yeah. From Kentucky, they gotta let you know. Damn, it's a straight whiskey. Johnny's drunk. So anyway, the San Jose Earthquakes do have history. 
winning history in the past. They were w- one of the better teams. They have they ever won? They any? signed, huh? They ever won any? Yeah, again, they they've won two championships, two MLS cups in two thousand one and two thousand three. Oh. They've also won two supporter shield, which <coughs> I think is more important. The supporter shield is the regular season winner. So whoever had the best season through or best, um, what's it called? Whatever. I'm trying to think best. <coughs> best standings throughout the season. That's not what it's called. Pana. But yeah, sure, standings. Sure. Yeah, whoever finishes at the top of the standings to, at the end of the season, they get the supporter shield. And the Quakes have also won that twice in 2005 and 2012. That's some time ago, though. <coughs> you know. Yeah. I mean? So 2012, <coughs> eight years. Yeah. And 2005. That's a good amount of time, man. Yeah. As you can tell, yeah, it, it's been a while since there's been any glory any greatness i believe they've finished in dead last four times <laughs> four to the last four times no not the last four times, but <laughs> oh my god they did in 2018 that was like the year before on may the it was like the worst year statistically did they lose like ever. every fucking game or something they won twice noise they play how many scary times they play 34 games. Whoa. <laughs> that's impressive. That's soul crushing. Yeah. As a player, that's real defeat right there. As a fan, bro, I drive an hour or two hours, you so know. So you witnessed what all that shit? You gotta I saw stick by your eyes. fucking guns, bro. Support oh, I love team. it. I love it. I'm there all the time. Giving them all my stupid money. Well, at but. that fucking point. <laughs> well, it was cool seeing the other teams score all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of goals. Yeah. <laughs> Not for us, but... That, Great performance. Yeah. How badly team. would they lose? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. Okay. It was one to nothing, a lot of one to nothings, a lot of two ah, to one. Some, some blowouts. <laughs> but mm-hmm. there was just no direction, no no idea. Like what You didn't know what they were. Like so many teams, and I'm not going to try to pretend like I know the tactical... You know, things of every team, but, you know, people know how a Barcelona likes to play their soccer or how, you know, Man City likes to play their soccer or this or that team. The Quakes had no identity. They had nothing. They were floundering. And yeah, so then they signed this Matias Almeida who gave them an identity, man marking, and we're going to have the fucking ball and just run like crazy and fucking wear the other team out. As you should, because honestly, most of it, is fucking running. Just get your fucking cardio up to the fucking most extreme level. And that's it. Well, and in MLS, one-on-one battles, like, dude, you have a player, you have, like, a, a David Villa playing with some dude that, like, went to, like, Akron or some shit, you know? Like, no disrespect to Akron. I'm sure, that, you know, I think they do have, actually, a really good soccer program, but that's way different yeah. skill levels. Yeah. So if they go one-on-one David Villas winning that 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. So in MLS, it makes sense to have 11 one-on-one battles because if you have three better players, you're winning because those one-on-one battles, you know, and so, yeah, they create more space and create fucking chaos for the yeah. other team. Everyone's, like, chasing the ball. Literally. Yeah. It's not even man mark anymore. It fucking works. It's and follow the ball, follow the ball. Come yeah, on. they don't know what, yeah, they don't know what to do. 
That sucks, man. Somebody's chasing him all it's, over the field. Okay, so is it the players? Is it the coaching staff? What is it, dude? Because, I mean, teams should get the fucking deal. It's the same like Slatan playing at fucking Galaxy, right? His caliber of soccer is next level. These motherfuckers had no idea, you know? They found out along the way, but that's also, you know, committed, committed people. And, of course, you have a fucking superstar, yeah, Who's six crazy. foot four crazy. of solid fucking power? It's ridiculous. That was... But with opportunity, I mean, there's there's range. You could grow. So is it? Are they going to get rid of the coaching staff? Are they going to switch up for the season? How deep are they right now? The San Jose Earthquakes. It looks they seem to be very committed to this staff and roster. They're like, okay, we're looking for a couple positions, but we feel that for the most part, this is who we want going forward. It's it's not very strong in compared to some of the better teams in the league now. But I don't know. Almeida can get some something out of him. We'll see that this tournament will show a lot. It, it was weird because they played two games this year before everything went to hell, and the Quakes came out looking like shit. They they drew their first match and then they got their ass kicked like five to two or something by Minnesota, a team <laughs> called the Loons. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Loons Club. <laughs> yeah, the goddamn Loons. So we'll see. That that's you know, this is going to show a lot. I I think the roster is a little too weak for the way the league is going. But like I said, MLS isn't that great yet. You know, yeah, you're not going to beat LAFCs all the time, but you you could beat, you know, the Chicago Fires or, or even FC Dallas. I mean, I guess FC Dallas, they're doing good by they're growing their roster through their youth academy. They're fucking smart. They're saving all kinds of money. Well, no shit. Like, you fucking start them up, you know, you get them on these programs. They're already in. Bro, it's, it happens all the time. you sell them. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, loan them out. Here you go for a while. Go learn some shit, kid, and bring it back, and we'll adapt. It's smart. You're you're kind of shaping. You're kind of breeding, fucking just elite, elite skilled fucking players to okay. what your style is. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. You get them since they're young. Yeah, loan them out. They could go learn another style for a couple of years, come back, and then you refine that. And you know, it's pretty interesting. Hell yeah. Well, let me, uh, let's move on real quick to the formation. <coughs> this formation, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. God bless you, dude. This formation is not the formation that the Quakes used in the first two games, but they were missing a player, and I think he should be ready to go by this tournament, so I added him into it. But basically, the the Quakes play 4-3-3. Four, four, three, three. You know, four two three one. I guess uh, you could actually, you know, you could call it that. Um, so that means they have four players in the back for defense. Electro, I guess. Thank I, gotta, you. I forgot. <laughs> Thank I you. I got to explain. I was like, okay. So yeah, so that yeah, that's basically how four, it starts. Three, the first yeah. number is defense, and then the middle number is how many they have in the midfield, and the the last number is how many they have Makes up front trying to score hella goals. Okay. Um, the goalie doesn't count. He doesn't even get the same color uniform because he's not a part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, is that is this accurate? These are facts. Yeah, no. yeah. So, anyways, he's yeah, we'll, we'll starting with the goalie. The right now, the, the San Jose Earthquakes' current goalkeeper is a guy named Daniel Vega. 
Daniel right. Vega is one of Matias Almeida's signings. He came in in that era. Matias got him specifically. You know, you know, he went for him. He's been definitely an upgrade. The the Quakes have been, uh, you know, dealing with goalkeeper issues for a while now. Can't find a steady one. They look like they have a good one. JT, Mar- JT Marcinkowski looks like he's going to be develop into a good goalkeeper, but he's, I mean, he's still young. How, like how young? 19 or something like Youngster. that. Yeah. And for a keeper, you know, that's super young, but he's on the national team and, you know, he's playing for the U23s. That's and great. So he looks, he's on a good trajectory, but they need somebody now. So they got Daniel Vega, who's been, again, really an upgrade. He's from South America, so he, he knows how to really manage manage the team. He can communicate with, with Almeida, obviously, because Matias Almeida does not speak English. Um, one thing I don't like about him is, and I don't, I haven't been able to been able to prove this because it's hard to get that stat. But I feel like his hands aren't that good. Like he, he when he doesn't catch the ball, like you know, a lot of the times they kick the ball at him or whatever, and it hits him, and then he get, he bats it down, and then he gets it, mm. and that's caused issues in the past for sure. And I see a lot of the times he punches the ball as well, or I see another keeper would like should jump up there and catch it. He punches stuff and then depends on his defense to back him up. And again, I can't prove it statistically that he's doing it more than other keepers because I can't find anybody that keeps that stat. But from going to fucking Quakes games and watching MLS and other kinds of soccer since 2013 fucking heavily, that just stood out. Just like, dude, this dude. Dude has bad hands. Yeah, keepers are pretty fucking important, man. Even yeah. though they're not part of the team, they're pretty fucking important. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Are they... you kidding me? You're breaking my heart. And then they're not part of the team. <laughs> no, they're, part of the... they're, huge... <laughs> they're a huge part of the team. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> no, they just get... You can just fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, not part of the team. Yeah. Ask anyone. <laughs> I'm go to a game. Hey, man, can you believe that shit? <laughs> Dude's not part it's of the bullshit team. how the goalies are a part of the team. You guys could have made me look very stupid. <laughs> that's, that's Daniel Vega right there. Again, he's 36, you know. But he's a keeper, so he's a keeper. You can keep him for a while. Where's his fucking highlight reel? What do we got on this guy? He's the keeper, the 36-year-old? Wait, he's 36? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's got some years, man. Yeah, he's older. I mean, he's a keeper, so they could go a, a little bit longer. But, yeah, that's still also, they need to find the replacement. 6'2 is a pretty good height. I think that's pretty fair for a keeper. 6'2, damn, he looks tiny. That's that's pretty decent. This is the other. What's ideal? Oh, he's 20. Six, Marcinkowski is 23. I know nothing. <laughs> so so yeah so that's Daniel Vega in front of him he has four defenders really two of them are actually there to defend are the actual defenders and he's got Gram Kasia and the new guy Osvaldo Al- Alanis hmm. who wants to be like me but he's not quite can't. no no <laughs> one, not fucking not there. one other person can do that dude so Gram Kasia is a Big ass dude from Georgia. That guy's fucking cool. Uh, he's a really good defender, but he's also fuck. Let me look. He's also up there in age. The Quakes are old. What the hell? 
<laughs> you made it. I mean, you made it sound like there's a bunch of kids playing for the. Oh, there I is. Would, I would assume there would. A be. Grom's thirty-three, and for okay. he's a defender, but that's still up there. That's that's older. Yeah, you're he looks old. Alanis just came over from Liga Emekis. That's always a big deal. Ooh, you know. And again, there's another good, guy right? used to play with Almeida yeah, at, good. at Chivas, so he came over. Um, on the wings, there on the left side is is Nick Lima. On the right side is Tommy Thompson, and that's interesting because Nick Lima has been a right back. You know, he's on the the again the U.S. men's national team in the as a right back. That that's his natural position. That's where he goes. Tommy Thompson is a fo- is a forward. Tommy Thompson is a forward, so he's usually a goal scorer. Um, when Matias Almeida showed up, he put Tommy Thompson at in the right back position, and he put Nick Lima at left back. That was a, like a big ass shock because a fucking Tommy Thompson's like five four or like five seven. Probably so he's small, <laughs> and um, yeah, still pretty small. But he's a forward. But he was a forward, or maybe it's you know midfielder at most. But they put him at right back. He put him at right back. He switched Lima over to his completely opposite position, and basically when they're when the Quakes are on offense, those two guys are running down the edge of the pitch. They're they're going up the edge of the pitch trying to fucking put pressure on the on the defense, um, and. Yeah, they'll they'll pass it. They'll usually pass it along before they take off to to the person right in front of them is Jackson Ewell. And Jackson Ewell is the name that anybody that's watching the men's national team is starting to hear more more often. And that was fucking sick, dude. That dude, he's Ewell? not, he's huh? Ewell, Jackson Ewell, yeah. He's not quite Pirlo. Some people have tried to compare him to Pirlo, and I'm like, stop Mm-mm, fucking come doing on, that. Man, you can't do that. But, dude, this dude, I've seen this guy <laughs> drop some fucking passes, and he's also so young. And But, yeah, I remember when, as soon as this guy started playing, he would do some shit that was, like, so brave. And you're like, fuck, dude. Why? Like, why are you, why are you doing that? Like, you're barely getting your shot, dog, and yeah. you're, you're trying these 40-yard passes. But every once in a while, he would hit them. Yeah. He would, and I was just like, fuck. The that's, more I saw him, the more I'm like, dude, this guy can do it. Dude, that's that's the brilliant part of it. It's like when when people don't expect that shit, you know, because they'll give you that. They'll kind of judge you based on how you come onto a field. If you're young, if you're older, they already know, oh, this fucker's capabilities are limited because he's older or this wild child is going to not give a fuck and try to prove a point. But when it comes out right, yeah. the, the skill... Is way more above than the cockiness or the fuck yeah any of that. So that's awesome, dude. That yeah that that changed my perspective real quick. That I was like, dude, this awesome. dude's gonna be it's gonna be something. And so yeah, so they'll usually when when the Quakes get the ball back, you know, uh, on offense, they'll pass it to him, and you will he'll figure it out. You know, he'll read the he'll read the fucking play, and he'll get the ball where it needs to be next to him on. Middle defense is Judson, and Judson w- w- was the piece that was missing the first two games of the season. And this dude is fucking fearless; like he'll take the ball off anybody's feet. He'll just, you know, sometimes he'll get a yellow, but they, that, that's the job, you know. But he's <laughs> fucking great at, at stealing the ball, great at causing chaos in the midfield. You know, if team teams try to take off, he's there. You know, they, they try to come right down the pitch. He'll fucking 
he'll stop that shit. And he was a big part that was missing. That's why those first two matches, it was hard to judge the Quakes. They were missing Judson, who has turned into such a big piece. Um, and yeah, so in, in front of them, you have, dude, to the right is Christian Espinoza, which I believe is the crux of the team, the MVP. This guy has made a big difference. Another signing that came in with Matias Almeida, a uh, young Argentinian guy who never really got a chance. I think he was signed for like Villarreal or something. <clears throat> okay. And he was always on loan. Always on loan. I think he was with the team for like four years. Yeah. Never played one fucking match. He was on loan every time to different leagues. And apparently he was tired of it. So like MLS was essentially a step down for, from his skill level. But he was pretty much guaranteed starting playing time from the get-go. And he tore it up. And this is where I say in MLS, those one-on-one matchups matter so much. This dude has so m- he has much more technical skill than most MLS players. Entire teams, bro. Yeah. So just by that virtue, your team is already better. Because mm. like you just said, yeah, there are some teams that all 11 players on the pitch, not not one of them has this guy's technical skill mm-hmm. or, or knowledge of the game. And and that's what's pretty neat. Kind of, you know, that's what kind of makes MLS even at the moment is a team like like the San Jose Earthquakes, who's not a big spender, who doesn't have the fucking Carlos Velas, the fucking of the fucking world. They they can also compete, and and this is where this league gets interesting, and I think this is where it's fun because yeah. the Premier League, yeah, dude, the Premier League. Uh, um, fucking La Liga Those are the best leagues in the world Bar none The yeah. soccer is on a way different level It's not even comparable really mm-hmm. But at the same time Like both of those leagues There's like six or seven really good teams That mm-hmm. are going to be fighting Right Or in La Liga even less You know And Because it's always going to be th- those up top you're never going to get some random. Well, the team. the brilliant thing about that too is you get the German league and the, the Bundesliga will come in out of nowhere with fucking Borussia Dortmund and just come hit you hard, and all of a sudden they're taking out champions, taking out world champions, a fucking team who was, you know, virtually no one on this side of the world, right? They're yeah. like, yeah, who gives a shit, and tear it up. Literally, Bar- Barcelona, Spain had just won 2010. And Spain's divided Barcelona, Real Madrid. Dortmund shut both motherfuckers up. Real Madrid embarrassed them, and they have the champion fucking cup <laughs> yeah. on there to the Spanish players. Oh, man, it's great. But you see the progression from the little teams who get these fucking monsters. Yeah. You get you get these good players, and it just elevates everyone. Everyone wants to be. And 19-year-olds, fucking 20-year-olds, bro, that... We're coming in from the academy together, and here we go, world stage and perform. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's fucking great. It's yeah, no, it's cool to see that progression for sure. Hopefully, hopefully MLS will get there one day. Well, it it definitely is progress, and I'm seeing that. You know that, like so before, like the best MLS teams w- were as good as the worst like Liga MX teams. But now the best MLS teams, like the top five, let's say in the table can compete 
in the middle of Liga Amekis. You know, they still will get blown out by the fucking big dogs. Yeah. That's still an uphill battle, and it's always a, a big yeah, triumph. If you're going to play at a La Azteca, you're fucked. You're playing a couple miles yeah. in the air. You feel me? Yeah. You're done. You're but not- they're definitely got, you know, the Veracruces. <laughs> I don't know if Veracruz is still in the league. But I'm sure Seattle Sounders, you know, can <laughs> can compete with them at the moment. And and five years ago, you couldn't say that, you know, right. five years ago. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely progressing. And, well, players like that. And again, getting back to the, to the lineup, uh, finishing it up real quick. Uh, again, Christian Espinoza is the key. He's so much fun to watch. And him and Jackson Ewell on the right-hand side just fuck can do some fucking pretty amazing things and that's that in itself is fun to watch um and then on the opposite side of christian espinoza you have another georgian vaco valeri kazaishvili aka vaco what the hell you need to know are you summoning things he's from georgia what the country None of that adds up to me. The country, Georgia. Oh, right here. Vaco. And there's Christian Espinosa right there. So Vaco is... He he can play anywhere up front, really. He's one of the best dribblers in the league. He's very hard to get off the ball. Hmm. He's a ball hog. A lot of people <laughs> will watch the Quakes, and they'll see this guy, and they'll, get, they'll, they'll be like, dude, this guy doesn't pass it. He's the Kobe of the fucking team, you know? But he's not getting the results, right? He's just a fucking he, hog. No. Well, he's he's a good dribbler again. He, he's one of the best in the At league. 5'9", okay, yeah. But it's the finishing. He doesn't score as many goals as he should. How tall are you, Electro? 6'1". 6'1", Oz? 5'9". 5'9". Vaco height, bitch. Yeah. Okay. 5'9", 163. I got 10 pounds easily on him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What's up with this highlight reel? What's up with this guy? Vaco. Vaco. Well, how did he get Vaco from that name? I was about to say, I, th- I thought you were saying his last name wrong. Oh, it sounds like, how are you reading that? That's Italian. That's what it was. I don't know if this will play. So this dude right now is he's he's in the quakes. Yeah, he's been on the quakes. I I mean, well, it's MLS, dude. So as you can tell, there's no highlight reel of him in MLS. But yeah, he's been with the quakes for a couple seasons now. He's again one of the best on on the ball. He's very very hard to get off the ball, and but that's what he doesn't have here is the finishing in MLS. He has not been able to mm. score the goals. But a lot of people watch Quake's games and they'll be like, dude, this guy needs to pass it more. But really, he's he's their best shot. <laughs> he's the he's their best opportunity. Okay. And yeah, so at the very top of the formation, finishing every everything up, it looks like Matias Almeidas is gonna go with Andy Rios out of Mexico. Also from Guadalajara. He used to play with him at Guadalajara. He came in at last season. Didn't really do much, but came in during the summer transfer window. So in the middle of the season. Um, And so, yeah. So hopefully he fucking scores a a ton of goals. And Quakes go on. God willing. Champions. 
Yeah. But anyway, that that's your rundown. That's the formation of them. We're gonna keep watching some fucking highlights here. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we're gonna yeah we'll <clears> catch y'all <throat> next week. The Quakes should have one game under their belt. I can't talk. <laughs> He's talking to Calvary Fudge. I can't talk right now. Is it the whiskey? Is it the weed? It's likely both of both. them have something to do with it. Um, yeah, so <laughs> next week, the Quakes, again, hopefully we'll have I'm excited. What something. are they playing? They're playing on Friday. They are playing Seattle Sounders. Speaking of the Sounders, oh, so they're fucked. Is what you're saying? Oh, Sounders are a very good team. <laughs> the Sounders are a very good team, but it's, it's in Orlando. See, Seattle, dude, it's cold. It's rainy. They're out of their element. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They don't know this shit. This is hot, and muggy. I don't know oh, this fucking Orlando the shit. Earthquakes are you starting? That's pretty hot. Sounders is warm. Sounders is pretty warm. By the airport too. Yeah, there's a river there. Hearing the planes all day. Ugh. <laughs> I know some of the planes now, dude. What? Like I could be watching a game and I'll look at the time and I'll be like, oh, that's the fucking 730 to Manchester. And right. I could tell like sometimes they're on time. Most of the time. They're yeah, not. it's a big 747 right there, boys. You see that? It is. People that, get that's into it. There's it chants, all the, all the good stuff. To the games. Yeah, in San Jose, they have a group called the Ultras. And they are the ones that are chanting and banging drums and doing we all can't. the madness for 90 minutes. Are you part of that group? Can you be part of that group? Can we join I sit right group? above them. Yeah, you can. I sit right above them. They're always welcoming new fucking people. They're down. Can you take a fucking snare, a timbal? Yeah, if you hit them up, I'm sure because... They just got to run it by the front office and just take a whole fucking group. There was a, a Latino supporters group that was like that, that they had a whole oh, fucking it's a wrap. mostly a bunch of drums. We could get them and bring the anyway. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks, you two, for, for sitting in on here. Thanks for having us, man. I want everybody to learn. We'll catch y'all next week. Hopefully the Quakes did something. Peace. Later.